the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Enjoy. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. No medical exams on policies under one. I'm having technical difficulties. This is Pastor Ray at National Prayer Chapel. My computer just went crazy. But this is a day of prayer. And so that's what we're going to do today. We've come to pray. I want to read for you a passage of scripture as we open today. It's found in Hebrews, the 12th chapter. I love the first few verses, but then it gets real interesting. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you've not resisted to the point of shedding your blood, and you've forgotten that word of encouragement that addresses you as sons. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline, and do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. And he punishes, or literally in the Greek, he flogs, or he whips everyone he accepts as a son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons. For what son is not disciplined by his father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline then you are illegitimate children and not true sons. Moreover, we've all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of our spirits and live? Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplined us for our good and so that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. 
Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. That's Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Today is a day of prayer, and you're welcome to call and pray. Our phone number here in studio, 877-534-0780. Again, that number, 877 534 7 Now, I have made a mistake in years gone by in the leadership of a congregation that now causes me heartburn. What I found was that when people would come into the worship service, there would be a great deadness in the congregation. And so we would open with praise and worship music, peppy praise and worship music, moving. It would be music that would get the feet to dancing. It would be music that would encourage people to to open their hearts. And after that praise and worship service, people would be much more ready and open to receiving the message. Now, I've said, made a very serious air. Let me tell you what that air was. It was catering to the need of the congregation to be emotionally released so that they could worship. The problem with that was that it was a false sense of joy. I would have been much better off. The congregation would have been much richer if instead of opening with that kind of music, we had simply come together and confessed our deadness. I have found in recent weeks the need to come before the Lord and confess my personal deadness. Now, I can bypass that deadness by listening to music, and some of you, everywhere you go, you are listening to music. You want, pardon me, you want background music. You want want mood music. You want elevator music. You want, You want help with your emotional state. That's bypassing what God wants for you. That's why when I get in the car, I don't turn my radio on. And I very seldom begin my morning with any kind of music. I may 
listen to some music in preparation for this broadcast. Obviously, this morning that didn't work. The computer went crazy. But what I'm saying is I need to come before the Lord because I want the Lord. I need to enter into prayer because I need to pray. I need to recognize the deadness of my heart and confess that. I need to be honest with Jesus about my true spiritual condition because he's the one who can change that. You see, prayer is not yoga. Prayer is not transcendental meditation. Prayer is opening the heart to God as to a friend. It is coming into the presence of Almighty God with humility and with need. The Lord's Prayer, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed or holy is your name. I don't come into the presence of God with, with dancing and shouting if my heart is far from him. Instead, I come in saying, may thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. May my heart, may the will of God be done in my heart. There's a quickening that God wants to do in us, but it cannot happen through through an attempt to somehow get you all excited with music. Many pastors will open their sermons with jokes or with video clips, with something to transition the congregation into a place of more openness so that there's not that deadness. You know what? I want us, if there is deadness in our souls... I want us to recognize the reality of that. I don't want to pretend there is no deadness. I don't want to pretend that we're excited. I don't want to pretend that our heart is filled with joy when in fact we may be depressed or discouraged or walking in sin and we just want to get past that and get right onto the good. No, 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 no. Pastors and churches are doing a great disservice to the work of God by opening their worship services with 45 minutes of jazzy music. They're not allowing the Holy Spirit to do his work. It's all flesh. So today we come to pray. And I'm not going to try to urge you to pray. I invite you to be honest about who you are and what you are. And I invite you to pray about your deadness or the deadness of the church or the deadness of America. Everywhere I go, I ask questions and I talk with people. 
I find an overwhelming concern in the part of pagan and Christian alike and cold-hearted Christians. I find a concern about the moral failure of America, about the wipeout that's going on in basic values of, of respect, dignity, integrity, love. I find a basic fear in the hearts of people because they see the downward slide of this nation. We need to pray. So our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. The phone lines are wide open. You're welcome to call. Almighty God, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts even as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power. O Lord, yours is the power and the glory. And we pray in your name, Jesus. Lord, I thank you today that we have the privilege of coming into your presence. But Lord, we come as we are. And I have to come, Lord Jesus, and confess the deadness of my own heart. Because I have been very much a part of the American culture. The culture of success. Of ambition of pride. Lord, I come confessing the deadness of your church and our total failure to change or transform or be the salt of the earth. You said if salt loses its saltiness, it's worth nothing but to be thrown out. Lord, I beseech you today, don't throw your church out, but redeem us by your blood, Jesus we are dead, dead, dead. I plead, Jesus, for your mercy and your grace. Please come. Please come and make us alive once again and forgive us for our sin. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Okay, we have a caller. Let's take that caller, please. Please pray. Our Father, we worship you. We come before you and we thank you for this time of, of prayer. 
And Lord, I bow my head and I come to you, O Lord. In listening to Pastor Ray's messages today, I feel like the leper crying, unclean, unclean, and woe is me. Because, Father, we have treated you with such disrespect. And when I think of Esther, Queen Esther, and how she touched the scepter, and she came before the king, and she didn't rush. What she wanted to say, she waited, and she spent time. She didn't just rush into the presence of God and rush out and grab what she wanted and, and left. But, Father, she she took you and she uh, uh, she took time. And I thank you, Father, for that. She's teaching us, oh, Lord, how to come before the king. And, Father, we don't know how to come before the king. We have lived in America, and uh, we don't know what it is to have that type of honor and respect. And so I pray, Father, that you will help us to come with a broken and a contrite heart. Because yes. you do not spot, you do, and there's no way that you despise a, a broken and contrite heart. And we're not broken. And uh, we need to till up our fallow ground. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that our ground is hard because we have been lied to. We've been told that we can serve two masters. We can serve uh, and live in the world in comfortable, easy Christianity. And also we can have uh, Christianity and have the world both. And it, it doesn't work that way. We can't serve two masters. Father, we either serve one or the other. And we're serving and looking so much like the world that we have, we've lost holiness. We've lost righteousness. And, Father, we live our lives uh, without power. Uh, we pray, and we pray our simple little prayers. We don't know what it is to supplicate. We don't know how it is to weep before you and cry out in anguish. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will help us, O Lord, to bend our bow our knee and to become humble before you and to love you with all of our hearts and all of our soul and all of our might. And, Father, I, I think of the author that said, um, a serpent will, will strike back, but a worm just squirms. And, Father, that's what we need to be is like worms just squirming. It's hard. It's, it's not an easy road. And prayer and supplication is, is strong. And it's something that we need to be serious about and take time to get in your presence to supplicate before you. And we need to, to learn these lessons. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for Pastor Ray because he's teaching us these things. Father, this is how it was when I was a child in church, and I saw men and women weeping before the Lord with their hands raised up in the air and weeping and tears streaming down their faces. But we don't see that anymore in the churches. Our eyes are dry. Our hearts are cold. And, Father, we pray. I pray, Father, that these things will change in our life. Lord, that we will come to you and bow our knee and become like um, little children, uh, depending on you totally and completely, without reserve, with no reservation for ourselves, but, Father, that we would uh, learn to take time in the prayer closet and be serious. And, Father, we have not become serious like we need to be. So I pray, Father, that you will 
uh, open up our eyes and our ears and help us, O Lord, to give our all to you and to understand these things that um, that Pastor Ray is teaching us is truth. And, Father, it's, it's not lies. This is truth. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that we will um, come to you in honesty and in sincerity and open up our lives. And, Father, that you would revive us. We need to have a great awakening in the church today. And so I pray, Father, that you will move in a mighty and a dramatic way. And I ask these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. God bless you today. God bless you. Bye-bye. 877-534-0780. Do we have any calls coming in? Lord God, our Father, I agree with my sister. There is such hardness and coldness that has taken over our hearts and our lives, such shallowness. Lord, I'm asking you to make us, to make me, to make us a people of depth, of integrity, a people who face the truth and allow you to wash us and cleanse us and change us. Lord, I ask that you would come. Lord, we don't even like to hear things like this. Some, Lord, have been very upset and angry this week because of the messages that I've shared online and over the radio But Lord, you've said we need to hear this. And I know we face the reality that either we will accept and come close to you or we will be cast far away into the depths of the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth and final destruction. Lord, I know we've got to come into your presence And we've got to humble our hearts. And this hard-heartedness has to be broken. This edge of, of anger. And Lord, so many people that I meet and talk with today are angry. They're angry at the president. They're angry at the country. They're angry at all kinds of things. And they're angry at you, God. Lord, I ask that you would come and deal with America's anger and with America's deadness. For, Lord, the nation is dying. Our economy is dying. Inflation is skyrocketing. Lord, I pray you will come and change the hearts all of our hearts and baptize us anew with your Holy Spirit that your spirit would come in great power Holy Spirit come Lord I come 
seeking your face. Jesus, I come seeking your face. Thank you for your mercy and your grace and your kindness and your love. I pray in your name. Amen. Well, our phone number here in studio for this day of prayer, one hour where you have an opportunity to pray for this nation, to pray for yourself, for your own deadness, to pray for your family. Is there a part of your heart that cries out to God? If there is, would you call right now and pray? 877-534-0780. Phone lines are wide open. This is your turn to pray. Lord, I'm not looking for signs and wonders. For your word says that the devil will come at the end of time doing signs and wonders, doing his magic tricks. Lord, I'm looking for your Holy Spirit in power to bring conviction and brokenness to the hearts of stubborn men and women. Lord, to bring a flood of men and women who, who want you and who want to get right with you. Lord, instead of entertainment in our churches, we need hungry men and women who want you, who are willing to come and sit before you in silence and humility, who are willing to cry out to you, who will give up their ambitions, who will give up their worldly plans, Men and women who will come and cry out until you come with power. For Lord, right now we're dead. We're dead in the water. We have the best buildings. We have the finest facilities. We have the best trained clergy at any point in the history of the world. But we're dead. We're dead. And Lord, I'm asking you to come and revive us and restore us and send your Holy Spirit in mighty power for the work of the gospel and the proclamation that Jesus is risen and that we must repent of our sin and get right with him and live holy and righteous lives by the power of his blood. Lord, I plead with you Revive your people. Rend the heavens and come down and bend us. Our hearts are hard. Our hearts are dry. Lord, please come. I know you will. My eyes are upon you, Jesus. We have another caller. Welcome. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to pray, Lord, and I don't take it lightly. <clears throat> Given the state of America and the world, uh, so 
grateful, Lord. Thank you that we can still um, pray in public. Um, so, Lord, I, I've been praying through some very difficult and painful things. And I just hit the wall of deadness, Lord. I, <clears throat> so, Lord, I'm asking that that you would uh, quicken my heart, Lord. Yes. Just, Lord, I can see everything, but I can't get through it, Lord. So, Lord, we can't even get through these mountains that you show us, Lord. And Lord, I, I don't want any deadness at all. I want it all to be purged, <clears throat> but... Or part of me thinks I can still do it, and I know that that's a lie. But but I still push anyway, Lord. <laughs> and it has to end. So, so Lord, I'm asking that you would show me how to put all of my trust in you and allow your conviction to come and, and then just to do whatever you tell me to do. Lord, uh, Lord, America's in such a desperate place. I mean, spiritually, I mean, most people I talk to are are dead. They don't have any interest in praying. They don't have any interest in Jesus, even though they would tell you that they're Christian. But their life doesn't have any evidence of that. We're in such trouble. If you don't come in power, Lord, I, I can't. We can't make it through with this feel-good religion that we've had in America, Lord. So, Lord, I, Lord, I thank you, and I know that you're the mighty one, and that you know all things. I'm asking I'm asking that you would take each one of us deeper who's willing to go all the way through for whatever that may mean to us whatever cause that may entail to us Lord Lord I don't want I just don't want the status quo though Lord yes Lord and Lord, I I cry out to you all the time, but I've been blocked, it seems, the last week or so, as you do with these very painful things. And Lord, I'm asking that I could be free to cry out to you, that you break down the walls, Jesus. That I don't even have the strength to pull the walls down, Lord, I... Sometimes I think I'm Samson, that I can pull the walls down, but I can't, Lord. He couldn't either without your power, so. But the walls have to come down, Lord, between us. So, Lord, I, Lord, I just ask that you'd have your way, that you bless each person who's listened, that you've called and brought up drawn in deeper into you. So, Lord, we thank you. 
for what you're doing. We ask, Lord, that you would have your way. Your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord Jesus. Lord, thank you. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, I agree with my brother's prayer, and I ask that you would do for him what he has asked. Lord, he's asked that you would bring him through, that you would give him the victory over these mountains that are in his heart, of the past, of the ways. Lord, would you give him that victory that he's asking for? In the name of Jesus, amen. 877-534-0780. The lines are open and you're welcome to call. I have a question for you. Are you offended by these prayers? By the honesty? By the direction? Does this offend your heart? Can you tell there has to be a a whole different way of praying and and thinking if the presence of God is going to come among us again? Well, we have another caller. Let's take that call. Welcome. Please pray. Okay. <clears throat> Lord, I ask... I come asking that you would show me the um, hindrances in my own heart. Any um, deadness, apathy, lack of compassion. Please, please expose all, all hindrances. And and I pray for for our churches that you would um, that you would move in us. Yes. That you'd bring that conviction. <clears throat> you'd remove the apathy. There's nothing good in ourselves, and we need your spirit to transform us. You are the one who gives us love and joy and peace, patience. By ourselves, we are uh, we have nothing good. We need your love in us to give us the passion that we need. Please, yes. Forgive us for for the deadness as um, as we come to pray for our nation, as and as we think of our. Uh, family members who are lost apart from you, I pray that you would uh, move in us by your spirit to give us passion and, and compassion for them. And most of all, of course, we need love for you. Please. Please transform us. I pray that you would have your way in, in our nation and that we would, uh, that we would be um, a people that are called out to you, I, I mean, in our, in our churches, that, uh, that we would be called out from the world and that we would um, 
have have the passion that we uh, need as far as being a light uh, to the world, um, even uh, among uh, so many who are saved. There, there's such um, a, a lack and uh, of, uh, of compassion for the lost, and I mean, <laughs> uh, for the world. And we have so much here. We are. Um, we are rich, and we say that we have need of nothing. But, um, but you want us to be um, a blessing to other nations, and uh, we've been selfish. So I pray that you would uh, transform us by your Spirit. I pray for um, for the pastors to to uh, be what you have called them to be. I pray for your um, your spirit to um, to come and and fill us, fill all of us who are waiting on you. I pray, I pray that in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you today and your family. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Let's take another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Hello. 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 Please pray. Thank you. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day and for the many blessings you bestowed upon us. We thank you for your only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ who died and suffered on Calvary for the remission of our sins. Lord God, we've turned our face from you. Forgive us. Come into our hearts. Come into our souls, Lord Jesus Christ. We need you desperately. We need yes. you. We need revival. Lord God, please help us in this time of need. Help us here as a nation to become one nation under God, to separate us from the chaff and and make us holy help us lord god to come together in christian unity to put the strife and these arguments aside and to give you thanks and praise in christ's name we pray amen thank you brother lord i agree with my brother's prayer would you rebuke the evil and make us one Thank you, Jesus. We have another caller. Please pray. Welcome. Please pray. Yes. I'd like to thank the Lord today to keep for keeping me safe and safe travels. I want to thank him for being with us and holding us close. I ask him now to, as we go on this journey, for him to embolden me. And as I talk and witness and spend time talking to people, that he fill my heart with his thoughts and his ideas for the Holy Ghost to prompt me to guide me as I speak to the people here as I go about this journey. I ask the Lord to keep continue to bless continue my journey with him to lead me, to help me deny myself, to put it on the side and as as Jesus said, just sacrifice myself and follow him in his completeness. I ask to continue for the Holy Spirit to bless, to empower me, to fill me with the Spirit 
and his fire and the boldness to just say his words, to talk about him to anybody who will listen. And I thank the Lord for all that he's done for me. I thank him for being part of my life. And I want you to say praise the Lord, and I thank him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. All right, we'll see you later, brother. Thank you. 877-534-0780. Do we have any calls coming in? Okay, the lines are wide open. They're waiting for you. Call 877-534-0780. I asked just a moment ago, and I want to return to that question. Do the prayers of the people are crying out to God, are confessing the deadness of ourselves and of the church, Is this offensive to you? Is it offensive? I know for many it is. I make no apology. It's time that we get serious and go to the depths with Jesus. America is lost without a revival. God is going to pour out his judgment upon this nation for our wickedness because we have had such privileged, such such incredible blessing in this nation. And now we have cast it away as a nation. We've allowed leadership to come into our White House, into our Congress, into our into our judicial branches, and it's utterly corrupt. It's wicked. It's evil. We're not the only nation. Canada is also walking in utter disregard of all of the principles of democracy and freedom. Mr. Trudeau is is truly a man of darkness, demonic All I know to do is cry out to God, but it must begin with with me and with you. If we're not changed, nothing will be changed. So, Lord, I come humbling my heart before you, confessing the great need For, Lord, your people are still mixing together the pleasures of the world and trying to walk with you at the same time. So we spend our time and our money and our energies the way the world does, and then we come to you and think we're Christian. Your word says, come out of her. Come out of Babylon, my people. I know destruction is coming if there is not a great turning back to you. So I come today beseeching you, Lord, to turn your face once more to your people and rescue us. Many walk in unbelief walk in their pleasures 
following the lust of their heart, following the lust of their flesh. They've lost integrity. They've lost respect for themselves and others. They've lost the basic core meaning of what it means to love. They've turned it into something ugly and loose. Lord, your word needs to go out in this nation once more in love and power. We need the Charles Finneys and the John Wesleys, the Jonathan Edwards, the John Bunyans. Lord, would you raise up an army of men and women who will proclaim your truth without compromise, who will come with boldness and say, Thus saith the Lord. Lord, please come and deal with us in your mercy and your kindness before judgment and destruction is poured out upon us. For I know that destruction is on its way already. But I'm asking for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, you're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. I need to hear from many of you. We're already past the halfway mark of the month, and we're nowhere near the halfway place with giving to cover this month's radio bill. I thank those of you who have already given. I'm so grateful to you. I know it was the Holy Spirit that prompted you to give. I've just been praying this morning for you and asking the Lord if you would prompt others to give as well, that the radio bill could be covered for this month. You can write to me. And by the way, I'm sharing this while I wait for a call. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. That's nationalprayerchapel.com. We're located in Woodbridge, Virginia. We're a small house church, and you're welcome to come and worship with us if you're serious about Jesus. Don't come just to look. Come only if you're earnest about finding Jesus. Some people come and they blow in and they blow out like the the door opening and closing. Don't do that. This is not a, a drop-in church. This is a place for people who are serious, who are ready to put Jesus first in their hearts and in their lives, who are willing to walk under the discipline of the Holy Spirit, who are willing to enroll in the school of the Holy Spirit. So go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. There you can find the address and location and map. Here in Woodbridge, Virginia, we're right opposite the government, Prince William County Government Center on Prince William Parkway. You can also give online. So again, thank you to those of you who have given. 
And now we have just a few minutes left. If we have one last person who would like to pray, now's the time. Call 877-534-0780. Lord, I come brokenhearted today, recognizing that I must get to you in a new way. There must be a pouring out of your Holy Spirit if I'm to have any possibility of serving you and doing the work that you've told me, you've called me to. And you've said, wait upon the Lord. And so, Lord, I've come and I'm waiting upon you, knowing that you will come, that you will bind the powers of darkness and you will confront America again with righteousness and with the way of the cross. I know things are not going to continue as they are now, but I know things are going to become desperately hard financially in America this year, in the next days and months, much more difficult than they are now. I know the economy is crashing and inflation is surging. I know we're going to see five, six, seven dollar gasoline a gallon. Lord, I come today humbly asking for your mercy for America, but especially your mercy for your church. Lord, I read about churches who are having trouble with their budgets and they're putting their associate pastors on half time, 20 hours a week, as though any pastor could be cut to 20 hours a week. Lord, we're not hirelings, we're pastors. And even if we're not paid, we serve because you've called us and you will provide for us. Lord, I pray for courage for those pastors whose boards are cutting them back in their hours and their pay. Lord, don't let them cut back their hours. Cause them to put even more time in and let them trust in you alone for your provision for them. Lord, we're so used to having pastors as hirelings negotiating salaries and bargaining for benefits. Lord, what evil has come upon your church in America? Lord, I repent for the church. I beseech you, almighty God, for your mercy. I ask, O King of kings and Lord of lords, that you would raise up that standard of righteousness in this nation. I plead, Lord, that you would send forth your Holy Spirit and power to confront the powers of darkness, to confront the evil that we human beings have created and lusted after and have given ourselves to. Lord, give us the courage to turn off the entertainment. Give us the courage to turn off the cell phone 
and the internet and to come before you humbly to seek your face and to cry out to you. Lord, would you take the deadness from our hearts? Would you take the hardness from our hearts, the pride, the opinions, the arrogance? Lord, there has to be a change. And I know that only comes by your grace and by your mercy. So, Lord, I come today pleading your blood over the church and pleading your blood over my own heart and my own life and over each person who has been listening today. I ask you to bind up the sickness and the anguish and the pain of their heart and turn them utterly into your mercy and your kindness. Would you hear the cry of our hearts today, Jesus? And would you rebuke the wickedness of the church and of America and any wickedness in our hearts? I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. I do want to ask, is it worthwhile for us to do this day of prayer? Many of you don't call. So I guess I ask you, is this worthwhile? If you think it is, leave a note. My brother, my sister, I know I love you. I know Jesus loves you even more. (laughs) I pray his mercy for you this week. Spend time with him. It takes time to be holy. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.